Howdy, y'all. Glad to have you back for our 95th dose this week. Great intro, partner. For this week's dose, we'll kick things off with a breakdown on Early Bird, an app that lets families and friends gift investments to children, hot off a $4.5 million seed extension round led by IDEO Ventures. Next, you'll hear about Jonah, the company using the power of generative AI to help people understand their gut health after the recent $5 million funding round led by Briar Capital and Meridian Street Capital. And lastly, stick with us to hear about Casa Living, hot off a $70 million Series C led by City Ventures and First Mark Capital. This company is a tech-powered, flexible accommodations brand and operator revolutionizing the hospitality industry. Interesting stuff. Another delightful dose on the docket this week for the Pilgrims. Let's dive on in. You see here, kid? You gotta just go for it. Don't think about what comes after or what came before. You just gotta bend your knees, take a deep breath, and jump. This is Venture Pill, your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. Okay, for our first company on this week's dose, we have Early Bird, an app that lets families and friends gift investments to children, which has raised a $4.5 million seed extension round led by IDEO Ventures with participation from 776 Ventures, ah, which is Alexis, Alexis Ohanian's shop. There. Yeah, it's been a while. As well as Rare Breed Ventures, the fine folks at Alumni Ventures, mm. which I'm wearing on my chest here. Fine, fine folks. Uh, Goodwater Capital and many more. Interestingly, the round was also partially funded by its user base, allowing parents to invest in the platform that's investing in their kids, which was a pretty creative, novel idea for a fundraiser. I hadn't seen that before. Then be able to gift it to their kids. (laughs) Just a never-ending cycle. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is is pretty cool. Um, This app lets parents create a custodial account, also known as a UGMA, or UGMA, Uniform Gifts to Minors Act account, which allows them to invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and other securities on behalf of their children. Right, and once the child turns 18, the investment then becomes theirs. And in addition to saving up for college, these funds can also be used for things like putting a down payment on a home, buying a car, maybe if it's an entrepreneurial kid, funding their first business would be Mm -hmm. awesome. And really anything, many more applications for this. Yeah, it's really cool. They plan to use this funding to expand their focus on community-based features as the platform is not just all about investing. For example, every time you invest, you can create a video memory that contextualizes the investment. Kind of makes it a, a all-around good experience for the family. Yeah, I love that. It's taken a page out of the Charlie Green Remento playbook mm-hmm. uh, yeah. interview from a little while back now. But, you know, I think it's awesome... Your kid's fifth birthday, you buy him a hundred a- or you buy him ten shares of Apple. Hundred like, shares of Apple. <laughs> wow. Maybe, maybe I'd like to be that family. You really that love family. your kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's just a cool component, right? It's like a way to keep a timeline on your kid's growth from early childhood all the way up to being eighteen. Additionally, the startup will use the fresh capital to focus on the next iteration of its investment services. So currently, the startup offers the ability for a parent to select one of five actively managed portfolios and invest. But in the future, Early Bird wants to be able to create multiple customized portfolios so that a parent can pick and choose stocks 
and do it with their child as they grow up. A little bit more of that that customizability. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they're looking to start exploring ways to bring a college savings five to nine plan onto the platform. Right. So lots of room to grow and expand beyond the five portfolio options they have today. I think you know it it goes without saying. There's probably a lot of regulatory hurdles that they're dealing with and. To be able to enter the market with this and mm-hmm. slowly expand their offerings, it's only going to get better with time. So Yeah, and I, I mean, I think it's just an awesome idea as a guy who was once a kid and you have people asking, what do you want for your birthday? And you don't really know. You know, you end up getting a $20 iTunes gift <laughs> card or $50 Amazon card, which I yeah. love and Some all appreciation yeah. and love to, to everyone who's given me gifts <laughs> like that over the years, of course. But I think something like this, like, hey, throw... into Apple for me or Facebook or Meta, whatever it may Mm -hmm. be. I think this is an awesome gift concept. And, you know, a $50 gift card gets used once and it's $50. Yeah. $50 in Apple 20 years ago for me would be worth 10 times that, if not more by now. So cool way to grow wealth. Um, Another cool feature here is that, as we mentioned, once the kid turns 18, it becomes their account. So I think what Early Bird's trying to do is also essentially become a full-blown like brokerage account for these kids once they become 18 Mm -hmm. and you know really good user acquisition strategy exactly term they're building families that are just intertwined with this yeah it's a good point it's cool i have to mention my grandpa has gifted us stocks before Mm. and my great aunt Uh, this just makes it easier yeah like i mean i don't really know how people have done it in the past but just makes it a lot more seamless yeah so I love it. I love it. I mean, I would like to do that for my kids for sure. 100%. Early bird gets the worm. All right. Our second company of this week's dose is Jonah. They just raised a $5 million funding round led by Briar Capital and Meridian Street Capital. So they use the power of generative AI to help people understand their gut health. A collaboration, a combination, I didn't think we'd ever see, but Mm. it's pretty cool. So as of November 1st, their microbiome profiling kit is now available for purchase. And it uses AI to analyze an individual's microbiome and deliver actionable insights that empower individuals to take a more proactive approach to their health in an era of rising chronic illness. Yeah, exactly. You just touched on it there. The the real driver for this startup is that according to NIH research, approximately 60 to 70 million Americans are affected by GI disorders. And I know we have you know plenty of friends between us that we know mm-hmm. have GI disorders. Additionally, the American Autoimmune-Related Diseases Association, the AARDA, reports that as many as 50 million Americans are living with an autoimmune disease, which costs billions of dollars of healthcare spending each year. Yeah. Additionally, Many of these individuals struggle to find a diagnosis and a way to relieve their symptoms or find effective therapies. Yeah, it's a huge problem. And one that was close to home for Leo Grady, the company's founder, he decided to take his nearly 20 years of experience in healthcare as well as a combination with AI experience to tackle this problem. In his past, he has built FDA-approved AI applications for many areas of medicine, including radiology, cardiology, and pathology that are now incorporated into standard care. So talk about the right guy to have at the helm to tackle this problem. Hard, Hard to find better experience to build on than Leo Grady's there. And so how does Jonah work? Let's get into it. So the kit sequences the microbes in an individual's gut microbiome And Jonah uses their proprietary LLM, language learning model, to generate a personalized interactive report on conditions, symptoms, food sensitivities, 
and produces actionable insights on food, diet, and lifestyle modifications based on their health goals. I, I don't know if you've ever sequenced your microbes in your <laughs> gut microbiome. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you speaking from experience? I've tried, man. It's hard to sequence. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> it sounds crazy. <laughs> on top of that... providers can now keep up with and take action on all the latest science as they treat their patients more comprehensively and consumers now have more access than ever to the latest science on their personal gut microbiome to understand how the microbiome relates to their health and some concrete actions that they can take to improve it's wild yeah this is really the new cutting edge in health according to jonas schluter uh, a phd chief scientific advisor at jonah and assistant professor at NYU Langone. Uh, He quoted as saying, quote, the research on the microbiome is moving fast toward unraveling its critical role in human health. For example, we find that GI issues, chronic conditions like autoimmune diseases, obesity, and neurological disorders such as Parkinson's disease show characteristic microbiome profiles. Even sports performance and motivation are potentially related to the microbiome or how you respond to therapies. End quote. I mean, that sounds like another one of those little understood frontiers of Mm -hmm. science. We talk about the brain, we talk about the ocean and space. I wonder how the microbiome compares. Seriously. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, seemingly based off that quote, the applications for this microbiome gut analysis technology are vast, right? You know, some serious... Neurological, like, that's crazy. I mean, it's the body, the human body is just fascinating. Like, the fact that Parkinson's could be related to your microbiome, like... Wow. Yeah. Everything from autoimmune diseases and things like neurological disorders all the way to sports performance, motivation, right? Like it makes sense. Sometimes you eat a heavy lunch at work and you're <laughs> you're sluggish the whole <laughs> yeah. second half of the day. It's uh, front meets, nine, back sweats. nine. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> we wanted to mention Jim Breyer, famed investor and the name behind Breyer Capital. Uh, he was quoted as saying that Jonah is working on some of the most advanced applications of generative AI we've ever seen. That's big praise from a big time, you know, talk about a UT guy, Austin guy, just one of the uh, one of the most renowned VC investors. He's at the forefront of this, and he's saying that about this company, which right. happens to be in the microbiome space. That's crazy. Yeah, and generative AI is so widespread right now, right? People are pushing limits in every direction using generative AI. So if this is truly one of the most advanced applications of it, how, how could you not be excited? I'm excited. I mean... Talk about putting it towards a really, really a problem that everybody can get behind. I mean, I know we just said that, but this is another one of those. It's, I mean, it is mission-based, right? It's, it's solving health issues for millions of people around right. the world, leveraging AI in yeah. partnership with doctors. I think that's one of the best use cases we can see. Totally. Demystifying the gut. Demystifying the gut. <laughs> I got a gut feeling about this one. <laughs> All right. Our third and final company of this week's dose is Casa Living. They raised a $70 million Series C led by City Ventures and FirstMark Capital. This round also included participation from new investors, New York Life Ventures, and Fireside Investments, as well as many existing investors, too long to list. What is Casa? So it's, it's a tech-powered, flexible accommodations brand and operator founded in San Francisco in 2016 by Roman Padan. 
and the startup partners with real estate owners to transform investor-owned multifamily apartments, boutique hotels, as well as single-family homes into professionally managed accommodations. They do this by leveraging advanced technology and deep industry experience with a team built of members from Airbnb, KKR, Apollo, all of this contributing to Casa's high-quality experience that they strive to deliver to guests of all types. Yeah, and the founder believes we're at an, an inflection point in the hospitality industry. Essentially, owners are dealing with rising costs for a variety of factors. Consumers demand really a seamless digital-first travel experience in these desired locations. And so between those two sides of the coin, so to speak, Casa is bridging this gap revolutionizing the way owners and guests alike think about accommodations, a new model that Roman believes is the future in the industry. Yeah, it is interesting, the the inflection point that the founder mentioned, like you, you think about it with Airbnb and just the rise of luxury hotels and whatnot, like people come to expect things that a couple of years ago, you'd be like, no way that that ever mm-hmm. happens. And I even think about it with like, my mental framework for this type of situation is like two-day delivery with Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just change the game and yeah. change people's. G- growing up back in the day, it's like, oh, it'll be here in a few weeks. Great, that's yeah. expected. And then Amazon came in with two-day shipping, and now when it's not two-day shipping, it's now like when it's not same day. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> what are we? Gratification. <laughs> Stone ages. Yeah, <laughs> wired AirPods. <laughs> yeah. But back to Casa Living. How does it work? Let's break it down. So they design their apartments, hotel rooms, and homes with comfort in mind. So things like soft, comfortable furniture, plush accents, really everything you're looking for in your accommodation. If your accents aren't plush. I don't want to talk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not buying it. <laughs> your casa also comes ready with fresh linens, ultra-fast Wi-Fi, a smart TV, and all the essentials to make your stay comfortable. Additionally, many Casa properties feature on-site parking, pools, gyms, and business centers. So again, this plethora of features that maybe weren't so commonplace a decade ago, but nowadays it's become an expectation amongst many users. Mm -hmm. And lastly, their virtual front desk has everything you need for keyless check-in, easy departure, and generally maintaining a frictionless stay in between checkout and departure, all accessible via phone. Yeah, I mean, to me, this this seems to sit between Airbnb and hotels, mm-hmm. somewhere between where it is like managed by a company, owned by institutional investors. So it's you know taking out these individuals where the consistency of quality is out. It's not really gig economy, but it is like the seamless experience and the nice setup and like just this good feel of all the amenities. I think it's finding like a little niche in between. And yeah. I would like to check it out. You think about people like us who like to travel and work, like find somewhere to stay within the city that our friends live or something mm-hmm. like that, as opposed to crashing on a couch. And to have an apartment to live in for a few days or a few weeks, I think you know, that's, that, that's an awesome way to do it. Yeah, <clears throat> totally. It's an, it's an interesting gap that they're bridging here. And like you said, with the rise of work from home, which has come about in the past few years, you know, travel to one city, work there for a few weeks, a few months, and continue moving around from there. It's nice to have the consistent Wi-Fi and office Mm -hmm. setup and everything you may need, but also a little bit more of the consistency that you would get with a hotel. Exactly. That consistency is key, and I think it's something that people will pay a premium for ultimately. We also wanted to mention City Ventures head of PropTech, Jeff Flynn, had a nice quote. 
He says, quote, Casa's proprietary operating system allows its real estate partners to adapt to changing resident and guest preferences while optimizing for profitability, safety, and visibility across multiple asset types. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about mostly the consumer the perspective of things, but this is also great for the institutional companies that right. own these properties, adapting to the trends to meet the consumer where they're at. Right. Um, I think that's also a key component that these investors were looking at. Exactly. And so they've had decent success so far. They work with some really legit real estate owners, including the likes of Graystar, Omni Residential, and Starwood Capital, as well as local hospitality investors and developers in cities like San Fran, New York, Miami, and Nashville. Right. And this round, this $70 million Series C, is truly a vote of confidence in their model. And that's with market trends not really working in their favor. Mm-hmm. So especially given cost of living's proven ability to dramatically improve property profitability by over 50%. Additionally, their strategic partnerships with institutional investors will pave the way for rapid expansion and leading the charge to change the way an established industry works. Yeah, making their own little section between hospitality and, and multifamily kind of leveraging existing property. I, I think it's really cool. Agreed. You know, upon first um, research into into this company, it was unclear, like, wait a second, doesn't Airbnb do this? Or, like, what about hotels? But it is this kind of really interesting intersection of, you know, what I think could become a really – it's a class of its own Yeah. that people like you and me could really get value out of and enjoy. So – yeah, I and, uh, think I think they said they're in Austin. I'd be mm. interested to check it out in cities next time I'm taking a look at traveling. Yeah, our casa, su casa, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is, and so I guess that also wraps up this week's dose number ninety-five. <laughs> Whew, ninety-five. We're wow. getting old, man. <laughs> yeah, we are approaching a hundred, um, as we say almost every episode. The last, the last several. <laughs> you didn't but know. It's exciting, man. I mean, we're we're doing it. We appreciate everybody who's been along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Stick with us. The, the roller coaster's just getting started. Oh yeah, yeah. So, with that, I think we'll let you guys go. Come back next week, and uh, we'll have uh, another great dose for y'all on the docket. Yep. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and has a fantastic holiday season. You can count on us every Thursday throughout the season for your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. You know where to find us. Is this one on Thanksgiving? No, it's actually 94. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we squandered it. But y'all know where to find us. And as always, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. See y'all. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of startups and venture capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibe's a little low-key, okie-dokie. That's all right, but wait, I don't know how to do it.